This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. What's up, Russell fans? This is episode 68 of the Basement Bookers podcast. I am Richard Riz, as always, here with my boy, Basement Chair. It sounded like you were struggling to do that intro. Like to, you needed to get the number right. I, I didn't want to screw up again, <laughs> like I screwed up two weeks ago. But luckily, you could remember money in the bank. Yeah, because I got a bunch of notes. Oh, uh, yeah, no shit. These <laughs> looks like text. Actually, no, this is like this is all my money in the bank notes right here. It's okay, like, you don't need page. much. So we do have Money in the Bank Fallout. Uh, good pay-per-view, I'd say. Probably 7 out of 10. Uh, you want to do letters? You don't like numbers? Fuck. You know what? I don't know. Uh, how about... Okay, so we're on the number scale. Sure. So it's 1 to 10. Yeah. 10 being really great. Mm-hmm. 1 being the last pay-per-view I saw. I'm just kidding. Uh, six. Yeah. I wasn't a huge fan. Cause if you listen to last week's episode, when we made predictions on the Money in the Bank winner, we said we'd hate ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we do. I know I hate myself. I remember you picked Roman Reigns. And then you did. And I, if you remember, if you, or if you go back and listen again, I was, I was waffling. I was, I was stalling for time. I, I kind of, I wanted to say Seamus, but I really didn't want listen, to say Listen, you Seamus. didn't say shit. And I said, and I quote, Roman Reigns is going to win, Seamus is probably going to win, and we're going to hate ourselves. And what happened? There you go. We hate <laughs> ourselves. I don't know what's more horrifying. There's nothing feud coming up with Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. or the fact that we're in for a possible Sheamus world title run. <sighs> I don't know. I, I'm gonna say Sheamus being in the world title picture is the more horrifying. I so so. What's gonna happen? You think Brock is gonna beat the shit out of uh, Seth Rollins, lose the match, or get DQ'd, or whatever the fuck? And Sheamus comes in, and cashes in. I don't know, man. I think it might be a little too soon. I think they're gonna. The thing about the briefcase, it it being around, just adds constant surprise. Like it, it could be tonight. There's a lot of like, could it be tonight? Or could it be this night? Or could it be that night? This is the right opportunity. Is he come? Ah, oh, nothing. Yeah. How many times are we like? Oh, could Seth cash in? Doesn't show up. It's happened. It gets a little... But that did happen at the best possible moment. It did, and I don't think Seamus is going to wait for that. And anytime Seamus catches in, it will be the worst possible. What if he does, what if he does it right after Brock wins it? I don't want to see Seamus in the main event of SummerSlam. Since Brock is face now. Uh, yeah, we can have a Brock-Seamus feud. Yeah, and Brock will kill him. That would be great. That would be great. He needs to rip that shit off his fucking face. That would be good if he could do that. He could do that. Maybe they should let him. I think they should. I think they, I think they should go PG-13 for that. Oh, for sure. But I don't know if it'll be SummerSlam. I mean, who knows? He might even cash in at SummerSlam. We're going to be there. Yes, right. I don't know if we're going to be competing. I don't know about that tag team title match. I like the private time players. I do. 
I'm happy they're champs. It's a good thing. I be ashamed if someone were to beat them for the titles. Oh, man. I mean... Anything can happen between now and SummerSlam. I would love to be tag team champ. I would also love to be a tag team champion. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll wait. Wait and see. I got a lot of time to train now, so... What's the... What's the next, uh... Disappointment? I mean, um... By the way... Ah... Mm. Uh, that ladder match wasn't the best. I'm gonna say. The Money in the Bank match. No, it wasn't. Wasn't the best. Expect, uh, I mean, I thought it was cool that they bookended mm-hmm. main event and a start match is a ladder match. Mm-hmm. But the main event ladder match was obviously the best. Yeah. Uh, it got a lot of time, too. It got the right amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was alright with that. Actually, uh, if we count the pre-show, which won me my extra point. Not an extra point, but a point. Because I had truth, you had Barrett. He can't, he can't buy a win. I don't know what they're doing. I don't either. I'm confused. Is the King of the Ring a curse? He was losing before that. He was. What are they doing with him? It's like they made let him win the King of the Ring to give him something to do. Is he not making the King thing work? I thought he was. I think he's a great king. He is. He seems very cartoonish, though. Like a cartoony type. He reminds King me... King Truth is a fucking cartoon. Yeah, uh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, you know what it is, though? It's kind of like an old-school heel, though. Yeah. Uh, King Barrett thing. He's and making it work. I don't know. Maybe the important people don't see it that way, but I think he's fine. I don't get it. Were there any uh, crazy spots? Um, oh, when Roman Reigns powerbombed Kofi onto the ladder... And great. then he, I think, I don't know if he caught Neville off the ladder or something, but then he power bombed him on top of Kofi, who was on top of the ladder. Yeah, and I like that Kofi was still selling it on Raw. Yes, that was good. Kofi um, got his ass kicked. The first note for that match is uh, Dolph Ziggler hit Kane with a DDT, and Kane's head didn't even hit the mat. Yeah, it's bad. But come on, come on, dude. I know you're like thinking of retiring soon, but. Or oh, is it really his fault, though? I don't know. We don't know how it works. It could be both. It could have been Ziggler. We know how it works. It's Kane's fault. Okay. You just don't like Kane. Yeah. No J&J security. No. We thought they would be there. I am glad if we're going to fast forward now. I didn't think we were. Oh, you're talking about for the Money in the Bank match? Yeah. I hadn't. I didn't think they were going to be in the main event. It was stated that they wouldn't be. I thought they'd try to help Kane out. I didn't see that happen. It's kind of like like they're. Um, I thought we mentioned it when we were doing the prediction show that they might show up there because the new day showed up for a Kofi. True. But I kind of feel that like Kane and J and J, they're allies only against uh, Seth Rollins. Hmm. So is Kane face? Kane's a heel. J and J? Heels. As long as you're allied with the authority, you're a heel. That's my rule. Makes sense. And the authority, even if when we talk about Raw, they did what they did, they're still heels. Yeah. You can't trust them. I think they're just 
trying to screw over Rollins. I think they're trying to push him out. I don't know about screwing him over, but trying to teach him a lesson, I would think. But we'll get to that. Uh, our second match of the pay-per-view proper was Nikki versus Paige. Now, that match ended in what you call a dusty finish. That was a dusty finish. That was a dusty finish. Maybe that's what Paige meant. I don't know. But the only reason they call it that is because back in the day, did you watch the special? Uh, most of it. Did you watch when he fought the superstar Billy Graham? I think I'm up to that part right now. Okay, well, in that match, he was declared the winner, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, I think it was a count out or a disqualification or something, mm-hmm. but it's like he won, but he didn't get the belt. Yeah. That kind of thing. I'm sorry. The ref song came down, the bell rang, the match is over. Whatever you said happened, happens. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You can't restart the match. You can make a new match. Mm-hmm. But I thought that ending was bad. The Divas match, right? Yeah. And actually, I was legit upset. I'm like, do you want them to take this seriously? Because if it was the other way, mm-hmm. you would have still counted it as Paige being pinned. Yeah. So why doesn't that count? And again, it's one of those matches like, oh, you gotta watch this match, and your boy's like, this is... Did I just see what... Wait, so hold on a second. So, somebody got pinned, but because the ref noticed after it gets changed, I don't understand what's happening. Yeah, exactly. And then you got like, oh no, it's because she's a bad guy. Oh, so that's cool. Mm -hmm. It's okay then. No, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And even ignoring everything else, the hair is different. Yeah. I see what they're trying to do mm-hmm. with this, what they're building to, but it's the wrong way. Uh, are they building to bringing the boot job too? No, that's not what I meant. I story was talking li- about storyline boot job. I was talking about <laughs> the storyline between the Bellas and Paige. Uh, get your body out of the gutter. So, may I don't think Bree's gonna get any enhancement. Her and Daniel Bryan are all about natural things. Yeah, well, they're a bunch of hippies. She can get vegan implants. I don't fucking know. And I'm Daniel Bryan could still go go down on them. I don't. I don't. Wow. I don't. <laughs> I think if she wanted them, she would have got them already. Yeah. She would have got them at the same time. Twins. Yeah, exactly. It ruins the gimmick for one of them not to have his big titties. I mean, exactly. I mean breasts. Whatever. Whatever you want to call them. Fun bags. Melons. Hooters. Cans? Cans. Jugs? Jugs. Um, snack tray? Dirty pillows? Okay. That's enough now. I think we did it. You sure? Yeah. Rated off for realness. Alright. Was it a raw that... What was it, last week's Raw, that Paige was trying to get the... That was this past Raw. Alright, so Paige was trying to get the Divas all together, and then Bells come out and scare everybody off. Yeah, basically said, would I help Stephanie McMahon, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, what about that time that you feuded with Naomi, and you were the face, and they're like, 
Yeah, your sister can't come with you because she needs counseling. Why she doesn't? Just to send her out there by herself. Like, what was that about? This whole thing is stupid. Exactly. It's called, they don't know what they're doing. They don't care enough about that division to be consistent with their storytelling. Mm -hmm. And I'm still convinced that that show is doing more harm than good. I think they're basing the angles on what's going to happen on the show. Which is months ago. Yeah. At least. So, I don't know. Whatever. Fucking, we just got to wait. Maybe once the the real, you know, wrestlers come up, Charlotte and Sasha and Bailey and them, they'll get their shit together. So, after that, we had Ryback for a show, which we both picked Ryback. And we were right. That was stupid, though. Miz on commentary. Wait a second, though. Huh. Didn't Miz attack Big Show? If Miz attacked the Big Show... Then we both lost the point. Yeah, Ryback lost by disqualification. Okay, you're right. So that's another dusty finish. No, it's not. If Big Show won by disqualification... He's, he just won by disqualification. A dusty finish is if a winner is declared, but then they're not the winner. Oh, uh, so if a winner is declared, but they don't get the belt. No. That's, that's, if, I, I looked it up on Wikipedia. Okay. I'll check Wikipedia. Alright, so Big Show won, but he didn't win the belt because it was by DQ. This is just setting up the triple threat match at Battleground. Miz versus the two of those Yeah, guys. Battleground. Now, we've had four pay-per-views. Or special events, whatever the fuck they want to call them this week. Or the course of the past eight weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Battleground is five weeks away from Money in the Bank. Is that too far for you? Are they are they trying to even it out? It's like, alright, rush, 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 slow down. Is that what they're doing? What date is Battleground? It's July something. It's in June. No, it's in July... Because the money in the bank, they said five oh, weeks Oh, yeah, from this now. is June. Yeah. All right, but July what? Because we also got the, the July 4th pay-per-view. That's not a pay-per-view. That's whatever. It still counts. It's like Elimination Chamber. I thought it counted like a Raw. Really? It's a house show. It sounds show. huge. It's a house show in Japan. Oh, I thought the way they were like building it, it was like a live, awesome event. They only mentioned it the one time on TV. Oh, well, this booker has been left speechless. Where have you seen more booking? Because I, like, I see, they talk about it online, not WWE, but, you know, the dirt sheets, which you don't read anymore. Yeah. Well, I heard about it on NXT. Mm Mm-hmm. And then that's it. Okay. All right. I guess, I, I, I guess time will tell. Well, it's the Brock, Brock's back. So I guess they want to build towards it. He's fighting Kofi Kingston at that big event. I know, but I'm talking about Battleground. Oh, Battleground, yes. Maybe they're working, you know, maybe that's, they're trying to flesh out that program. Any news on Brock's dates that he's working? Um, like, is he gonna be on Raw every week, or? I think he's, he's, I think he's gonna be on Raw after the Raw, after the Japan show. I think he's also gonna be on Raw the week before Battleground. How about next week's Raw coming up? I haven't heard. I like to see him wrestle on a Raw. Just one. Be nice. 
So Ryback vs. Show, that happened. That was a short match. Very short. It was. Um, Ryback got control real quick. That was cool. I did not expect that. So um, are they going to have Ryback pin The Miz and then just Ryback Big Show at SummerSlam? Probably. Maybe they're gearing up for Miz Big Show because you saw Miz's segment on SmackDown. Yeah, that's not interesting at all. They're both heels. Did you see the, the footage for the Vendetta movie that they showed? Nah, no, it doesn't look great. Dean Cain bulked up. Well, he's got nothing better to do. Bulk up and film movies with the big show. Like, why, like, DVD. Why, like why, is he lo- why is he looking better shape now than when he was Superman? How's he's that like, work? He's really young. And uh, he didn't start the hard drugs yet. So you gotta, you gotta work your way up. That cocaine... Probably. It's on the Johnny Bones Jones kick. Well, look, I'm not confirming or denying that DK may or may not be on the yayo. Listen, this is Basement Bookers. I don't know what the hell fucking celebrities do, but maybe he decided to fucking do DDP yoga. Maybe he got some P90X. Maybe he decided to fucking shoot steroids up his ass. Maybe he's doing the Paul Orndorff. I don't fucking know. As long as he's not hitting a pregnant lady with his car. As long as he's not doing that shit, he's fine. The fourth match of the pay-per-view proper was John Cena versus Kevin Owens. I thought that was probably... It was the the best match or second best match. Second best match, I think. That's a toss-up. You know what? It could go either way. Yeah, because the thing is, the the ending of the ladder match kind of just shit on the whole thing. Here's the thing about the ending to the ladder match. I'll get to that. But the main reason the Owens match, Owens Cena match is better, Mm -hmm. is once again the reason the first one was. Either guy could have won. Yep. And you didn't know. You go in not knowing. Who, you know, Mm -hmm. and it ended perfectly. Even though Josh Cena got the win, Mm -hmm. Owens destroyed him. And that maniacal laughter was great. That was great. He, the man felt disrespected. And you find out on Raw, what he said to him was, you belong here. Mm-hmm. And that set him off. Yeah, because, no shit, he knew that already. Yeah, Kevin Owens, he reminds me of someone I used to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't tell them anything. Right? Even if you have the best intentions, they just flip out for no reason. That that's 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 a good thing for him. Can you get a shout out? No. <laughs> not gonna shout out that dude? Nope. You don't want him to, to call in all pissed? Nope. Don't care. <laughs> you don't get any air time out here. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Match five. We had the tag team title match. New Day versus the Primetime Players. What a shocker. And they're obviously using Freebird rules because it was Big E and Xavier. Yeah, well, Kofi wrestled. Yeah, but ladder match. Yeah, they can do. They're friends with the authority anyway, so they're allowed free bar rules. Yup. And we have the PTPs finally, finally getting a title. The tag titles, good for them. Uh, surprising. I the outcome of that match. Obviously, we were dead wrong. And I'm happy about it. I like me too. Um, did you did you hear Biggie's uh little speech thing at the beginning? Yeah, he said give. Give Kofi the clap therapy he so desperately needs. Fucking great. I think they're going to be angrier, more focused, 
So it could lead to some uh, interesting yeah. matchups. They, they could use a microphone, I think. You think so? I mean, to, do they speak on Raw at all? Were they on SmackDown? What happened? Did anything happen? I feel terrible. <laughs> Something might have happened. It doesn't look like they were on Raw. I don't have any they were on SmackDown, but they didn't wrestle. They tried to interfere in the match that Neville was having against, uh, yes. he was fighting Kofi. Yes. Uh, Xavier. Uh, yeah, Xavier, that's right. And primetime players came out just to, uh. I'm just glad they didn't turn into a fucking six man tag match. You know, they already did one of those turn something into a tag team match. Yeah. Early. At least that didn't happen instantly. Yeah. Saw that coming anyway. So, good shit for the PTPs. Um. Looks like they're, they're, they, they're kind of referencing Darren Young coming out of the closet. What was, it was last week that he said, uh, that Darren Young had his coming out party. We mentioned that on the podcast. I know, but I'm saying, yeah. I, wonder, I wonder if that'll be a recurring thing. I doubt it. I think they're a little careful with their social issues there. And of course, we had the main event of the evening. Great match. I thought it was really good. Um, Couple things, just about the way the match was put together. At some point, like they they were starting to fight, like they moved away from the ring, and I totally would have booked it so that one, like whoever's supposed to win, takes out his opponent away from the ring, and then runs back to the ring, climbs up. That way, his opponent who's hurt take has to take his time. Trying to get back. Well, he... When Seth was working the leg the whole time. Yeah. So if he jacked up Dean Ambrose up by the freaking stage area, mm-hmm. it would take him a while to get back there if he's legit selling the leg. Yeah. Could have done it that way. That, that I think they should have done it that way. It kind of... This... The ending of the match kind of reminded me of something that uh, Jim Cornette said about um, a screw-up that happened in an old Destination X match. Um, or Ultimate X match, I should say, in TNA, because, you know, they had the X above the ring, and at the time, uh, whatever the match was, it was, there was an actual X hanging from the X, and you had to grab the X that's hanging and come down with it, and you're the winner, right? The X fell. Okay. And guys, it's still just fighting. The stupidity of it is that whoever was booked to win that match didn't just jump on it. Because if if you have to grab this from all the way up there, but it falls, and whoever grabs it is the winner... Why don't you just grab it? Just fucking pile on. Like, they all should have piled on and obviously let the booked winner have it. Like football. Right. Like football, which comes into the end of this match. Where they had to invoke a football rule to explain... Well, I mean, which I, you know, I get it. Seth Rollins had possession. I feel like you were reading way too much into the ending of that match. It, it happened the way it happened. I don't like it. The fact that they had to explain it to the slow people doesn't mean anything. At the end of the day, what they felt, Seth Rollins had the belt. That's it. It's not who could take the belt off the thing. They gotta hold it up high. They gotta have it in their hand. Mm-hmm. But they fell. And Seth had most of it somehow. Somehow, Dean Ambrose had, uh, he had like his, he crooked his arm over it. Right. He should have, he should have had the belt held right up against his chest. 
I don't know how it got to where Seth had the whole thing. Impact causes a fumble. Yes, but you know the guy lost. Cut a good promo at the end. Did you hear it? Yeah, I did. It was good. It's good. He should keep on that route. Being, I think he is, and um, I think it was on Raw, or I don't know if it was Raw or SmackDown. He's talking about you know people paying money for their seats. Not they don't need to hear it from him. Mm-hmm. Run his mouth. He'll be a man of the people. Ambrose is great. I think what um, the end of that match is indicative of is it's a fine line. You see, wrestling fans, we. We the people? We the people. Uh-huh. Us wrestling fans, we hate seeing the same shit over and over, right? Yeah. Shit gets old. Like Smackdown? Yeah. But the old shit is the best. Yeah, because it's classic and tried and true formula. Right. So, you have to walk the line between staying true to the formula, but being new so that A, we don't expect it, and B, just to have something that's never been done before. So, it's like anytime you go too far over that line, you know, with Insert either A, The Authority, B, John Cena, or C, Seth Rollins on his own, opening Raw. To the other side of having that win with the whole, they both have the belt and then they hit, and Rollins has it. I think it's to show that Dean Ambrose was not that far off from winning that match. Which is good, and I appreciate I just think it didn't come across that well. Uh, I think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just in finishes, but it's also their storytelling. Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like they overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. Like, some, you don't have to, really, most times. It's, it's straightforward. This guy doesn't like that guy. Mm-hmm. Reason this. They fight. Mm-hmm. They're going to fight. Maybe one guy's going to cheat. And they're going to fight again. Yeah. Speaking of storytelling, have you heard uh, what Jarrett's idea for GFW is? Mm. Just talk about the wrestlers' backgrounds. Where they're from. And what they've they done. There? Not why, but like where they're from. Like, like for example, like um, what's the name? PJ Black, formerly known as Justin Gabriel. He's from South Africa. He wrestled in South Africa. That's his background. Oh, I see. They're just talking about the people. So no storyline. Right. Like, they're go- they're gonna have probably minimal storylines. I would hope so. Because you can't, you, you need it to really get people interested. You need to, like, to get the pop. Uh, I, I haven't seen much of this product, but Lucha Underground has it. Their storytelling, right. It kinda reminds me of those like those novellas. It's exactly grandma, what it is. That my grandma used to watch. But, you know, I could follow it. I, I, I like that. That's cool. I went to that website for a bit, and the story is that the, that Don Cueto guy, or whatever his name is. Is he like the authority figure? Well, he owns the thing. He okay. Owns, like, this, that. So he's like Vince. Yeah, but, like, he brought in all these luchadors, all these wrestlers, so they could battle it out for. 
I think $100,000 or whatever. And the arena is called the Temple. Okay. Temple of something. And everything happens inside the temple. And it's, it's fucking wacky shit. But, like, to read it, it's like, come on, really? I'm not going to believe it. The temple is blessed by the blood of heroes. Something. But to see it, it, I think, their production value is fantastic. They are really, I think, uh, achieving the uh, Heyman's goal of accentuating the positives and hiding the negatives. They're doing a damn good job. I gotta check it out some more, and um, I think that's interesting. Uh, one thing, though, about the current landscape of Raw, mm-hmm. like the main storylines and stuff, mm-hmm. what's your favorite storyline? What's my favorite storyline? Yeah, what happened right now? Like, out of what's going on right now, Cena Owens, right? My favorite. That is the best. Yeah. To me, too. Like, I... I was so happy when when Kevin Owens attacked that shitty fuck. That's great. Machine Gun Kelly sucks. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Hashtag one more time. Thank <laughs> you, Owens. Yup. I was so happy. I got a security who was like, all right, that's it. It's over. Let's get him out of here. That should happen more. Like, more times. Every crappy music guest should get that. And he, he just sucks. Yeah. I mean, at least he tried to do his own stuff. Like, he was actually rapping. Like, you know, most guys, like, you can, like, hear it's, like, overproduced or whatever. Yeah. Or it looks like, almost like they're doing karaoke. Mm-hmm. But he did all right. I mean, granted, the only reason anybody, like, because he's from there. Does he, does he do the raw thing? I don't Is think that so. him? No. No? Okay. Not It's so that tonight is the night yeah. thing. Alright, good. But I'm glad he got his ass kicked. And Owen's apology was so not a real apology. Of course not. This performance was so bad, though. It, it, it was pretty shite. But anyway, it's the Owen Cena thing. It's kind of might have been done before. Mm-hmm. Well, anybody with Cena, usually they try to say, oh, it's all lies. Yeah. But then again, Bray Wyatt calls everybody a fucking liar. <laughs> Which brings me to Bray Wyatt. Everybody's a liar. Dean Ambrose is a liar. Roman Reigns is a liar. John Cena is a liar. What the hell's his problem? I like how he's individually feuded with two-thirds of the Shield so far. Yeah. I guess he's working his way around. But he's crossing the line, man. You can't bring somebody's kid into the equation, bro. It's personal now. I, I see what they're kind of trying to imply. What's the point of this feud? Is the, is Bray Wyatt just trying to get under Roman Reigns' skin the to feud? show him that Ult- he's like him? Ultimately, the feud's to get Roman Reigns over. Because he says, like, he's the yin to his yang or whatever. Uh, Did he say the same thing to Dean Ambrose? Or him and Dean Ambrose are the same? Yeah. I don't know. He's using synonyms, man. I don't get it, dude. I don't... I liked him before. Same, same promo, different words. Yeah, it, I think that's why mm. we've been through this before. Mm. It's not going to matter. No. Except Bray's going to lose this feud. He has to. It's Reigns. Roman I mean, Reigns has to be the clear winner. Yeah. Jesus. Ambrose feud was more interesting. Until they did that stupid exploding TV. Yeah. I think... I think Bray Wyatt might win the first... Through shenanigans, 
Because they're going to go to round two. I'm not calling a prediction now. Right. I can only see it that way. You know? They, you think they're uh, reuniting the whole family? They might. I mean, they're not doing anything else. I haven't seen Rowan and Harper since they got back together. I heard they wrestled on, on Superstars or some shit. Oh. I don't know. I think they should just just kept them together. Like, what difference does it make? You obviously don't have time to for them to be on their own. There's like there's, you get you get X amount of time. Yeah. For spots. That's the thing. Raw is a three hour show, but they only put effort and time into like two feuds. So Sheamus is feuding with Ambrose. What's he doing? Or is Ambrose feuding with Kane? Like, what's the deal with I that? I think that was an Ambrose Kane thing. So, is it Ambrose Kane right now? I think so. That's where it gets. That's where it gets murky. Because now, obviously, Brock's not going to be on every Raw. Right. So, how are they furthering the storyline? Heyman. Yeah, but he's talking. Mm-hmm. But who's Seth Rollins wrestling every week? Like, no one's going to be attacking him or anything. So he's not going to have J&J security going forward. Well, it's just him? Well, if he is still in with the authority... Is he, though? Uh, isn't he? Here's what I would do, especially in this situation. Well, that's what we do here. To warm him up for for Brock, since Brock's a Heyman guy. You want him to have, go against, like, Ryback and Curtis Axel and... Well, maybe to start, but, you know, I would bring in all DCW dudes, you know, for a, for a one-off thing. Bring in Bully Ray, have him kill him. Bring in Tommy Dreamer. Bring in Sandman. I don't think Bully Ray is going to sign off just to get his ass kicked by Seth Rollins. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, he signed off to be in the Royal Rumble. That's and different. Lose. That's the Royal Rumble. You get tossed out, you get tossed out. We're talking about being pinned one, two, three by freaking heavyweight champion Seth Rollins. And have shenanigans, why not? Yes, I don't know, man. I don't know J and J. I'm sure he can make a buddy or two. I'm not. I don't think that. First of all, I don't think they're going to invest that kind of time. Give him a diesel. Give him a diesel. Yeah, give him a bodyguard, a, like a real bodyguard. I don't think he needs a bodyguard. I think he's good on his own. Since he could do everything by himself, why would he get help? It's a contradiction. Yeah, but because apparently Brock's afraid of him. That's what he says. That's what he says, right? Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, we're forgetting about the giant pink elephant in the room. SmackDown had an, an amazing match. Did it? Kevin Owens wrestled Cesaro. Oh, yeah. That was dope. The crowd was super into Cesaro. When Cesaro hit that senton through the ropes, I don't think it was supposed to be a senton. Or it was supposed to be. I think it was just supposed to be a dive, but... He saw, like, his upper body dipping. I guess maybe uh, Owens was a little further than he expected. So he turned into a senton rather than, you know, just breaking his neck. Hey, better than breaking your neck. Definitely. You don't want to spend the off time on the sidelines with Tyson Kidd, too. Which reminds me, you want to hear about some uh, two injured dudes? All right. How they got? Sami Zayn? Won't be back before the new year. Whoa! Really? What a bummer. Talk about bad fortune. 
Because he was originally supposed to come up before Kevin Owens. And he said that when, when he comes up, when he comes back, he's going to get that NXT title and he's going to get revenge on Kevin Owens. I'm not sure he knows what's going on. Probably just kayfabe. Ah. Or maybe not. Maybe he'll get the NXT title and come up at the same time like Owens. I guess so. I guess we'll see. Why not? I mean, I mean that, that it's a built-in feud right there. Why can't he be on both? Why not both? Owens on both. Owens is on both. Hideo Tommy, August at earliest. All right, that's something. Mm-hmm. Okay, couple months. Tyson Kidd is like <sighs> it sucks. Like a year, right? At least. Yeah. The wrong time, man. <laughs> Supposedly he heard from uh, Edge and Austin to talk to him about neck injury and shit. Oh, they had to have a talk with him? Well. Sit down. Anytime, anytime, I think anytime they see a neck injury, they call. Sit down, kid. Yeah. We gotta talk. We gotta talk about this. We gotta talk about your future. Yeah, just to tell him, you know, what to expect. What not to expect. Like, don't expect, you know, once the injury's over, okay, let me do some uh, you might never, deadlifts. You might never wrestle again. Just, yeah. just throwing that out there. Your career... <laughs> It might be over. Might not be over, but there's a high chance it might be over. Speaking of, Bret Hart said Daniel Bryan's not going to wrestle again. Yeah. yeah. Who the fuck is Bret Hart to say that? Does he have, like, some inside information? Did he talk to Daniel Bryan, or is he just talking? I think he's just talking. I think he's uh, starting to interpret for so a little bit. Listen, I respect Bret Hart. Best there is, was, ever will be, all that stuff. Excellence of execution. Mm-hmm. I've owned a pair of Bret Hart shades. Uh, he was at, you know, I liked him a lot. He was at, I tried to do, I do the sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. You know, it's great. You don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Unless you heard it straight from the goat's mouth, mm-hmm. you don't know what you're talking about. And if you did, that's not cool. Because that's for him to say, not for you to say. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. And speaking of Vince Russo. Your boy. Uh, an email was leaked. That supposedly was an email from him to Dixie a few years ago, before Dixie was an on a regular on air character. Okay, saying how he thinks either who, uh, he said either Dixie Carter or someone else. I don't remember who. I mean, it was some some ridiculous person said that uh, e- either Dixie or that person should be an on air female authority figure in TNA to really get the younger male demographic. I'm not sure how Dixie would help get the younger male demographic. Not at all. <laughs> but I sort She's of... She's not unattractive. She's no, old. I'm not saying she's unattractive. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying for the demographic that they're looking for, that's not exactly what you're going to use. Yeah, show me, like, give me Brooke Tessmacher, give me Taryn Terrell. Sure, there's no shortage of that stuff. Give I mean, me, they have attractive females there. Like, no, I'm not saying she's not attractive. Give me Mickey James in short shorts. Sure. Did she get thrown off a train platform or something? So stupid. <laughs> and people are like... Is this they, after Billy Corkin started writing for them, or yeah, what? But, yeah, but he had nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. Oh, he, he, he that made was a statement? Re- that was recorded before... Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because, you know, they do, like, 
40 weeks at a time because they can't afford venues. So they're just like, how, so how, how many, how much time we got this for? All right, let's, uh, we got this. Let's... Before we go too far ahead, I wanted to bring up something that we forgot from the Ryback Big Show match. Okay. What did we say? Another thing we said on the podcast was that Ryback needed what? A submission move. And what did he do? Do you see that armbar? Oh, yeah. Wait, what did he do? A Fujiwara armbar. He wrestles out. He converted a Fujiwara armbar into a Juji Gatami. I decided that I would like to coin the phrase, the Rybar armbar. The Rybar. That's right. Be cool. <laughs> it's simple. When, I, when the big guy gets the Rybar on you, you're going to tap out. Why, that, why does that sound like Hogan? Because you're trying to make it sound like Hulk. No, it's, it's trying to sound like Ryback. I don't know. But Emmanuel says that it should be the Ryback at you. Ah. That sounds like a, like a counter. Yeah. Like you would. That could work too for something else. I don't know. That could be what he says, like after Miz says something stupid and then. Yeah. Ryback counters with something and then he says, Ryback at you. Yeah, there you go. Go ahead and put that in your pipe and smoke it. That could work. There you go. So right back, if you're listening, you could you could have that. There you go. Because the bookers believe in you. At right back twenty two. I'm a I'm a fan of right back as IC champ. Ditto. I support his hunger mm-hmm. and turning uh, negativity into positive food. Yeah. Yes. Or something. Whatever he. Well, it's working. Whatever it is. So he working. eats it. He eats the negativity and turns it into positivity. So he eats negativity and shits positivity. He craps positivity. All over Big Show's face. All over his big, <laughs> dumb face. Uh, I just want to punch him through the face. Like, through the face. I think your fist might be almost as big as his cheek. Yeah, he's his big fucking head. His head is like frying pans. I know. That's the thing, man. Everybody talks shit about Big Show. Please retire. All this. He's a legit giant. He could do that slap, to, that chest slap, to both of us at the same time. Yeah, we could. Gosh, I don't feel good right now. No, oh, that hurts. That hurts my chest. Yeah. Oh, it's my song. That's So yeah, today. Yeah, that. Like, oh yeah, fans were like tweeting in and stuff about. Oh, you! how'd you kill off Mickey James? And, like, I'm scratching my head. I saw the footage. Where was death implied at all? And people were saying that she got she got uh, thrown in front of a train. It wasn't the train just sitting there? The train was just sitting there. And he pushed her off. Alright. She's a professional wrestler. Yeah. I'm sure she's taking a bump or two in her day. Now, <laughs> describe bump. Please, for for those of us that don't know. Well, you know, you you well, you fall down. You you, you hit something. You sell okay. something. You go through tables, maybe <clears throat> suplex off the top rope, maybe. Okay, those have happened to her. So she's taken these bumps before. So this was a simple bump. You literally bump bump off. He the, bumped. He bumped into her, or he pushed her. her. It was it James Storm? Yeah. Who apparently cut his hair? I don't think. I heard he, he got like a new look or something. Oh, yeah, he changed something. I didn't pay attention. Oh, are they giving him a push? I think so. Oh, good. I like James Storm. Maybe I might watch again. 
I still haven't been able to check out Ring of Honor, though. I gotta get on that. They got a pay-per-view tonight. Hmm. Uh, best in the world. Who was supposed to go? Funds. Yeah, no. I'm just saying. We didn't go. We, we decided not to go. Yeah. That, that, that was a decision. Mm-hmm. I guess it worked out. So, yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just, I, you know, TNA's got, it's like they're trying to do a whole bunch of different things at once. That sounds familiar. That sounds like WWE. <laughs> it's like they try to do a whole bunch of things at once, but they have less money. Yeah. Like I'm interested with the with the their uh, women's division right now, the the, the dollhouse. Mm. That's First like the faction with uh, Taryn Terrell, mm-hmm. who's I think she's tied as the longest reigning champion with Gail Kim, or did she surpass her recently? I don't know. I didn't watch this week's yet. Okay, but uh, she's at least approaching it. Um, because I love Taryn Terrell. I know you do, and she does crazy really well. Good. These uh these other two, um, Marty Bell and Jade, I never heard of either. It's of them. all new to me. But uh, they were both pretty big on the indie scene. They actually kind of came up together. They were like in the same promotions and stuff. Um, Marty Bell's from New York. Jade, I don't remember where she's from. You know what I would do if I was TNA? What's that? I'm not TNA. But one day, just for the fuck of it, I mean. What's the worst that can happen? Just gut everything and have a wrestling show. Just wrestling. Simple. You can have like a simple storyline for the championship or whatever. Just keep it simple. Just try something. Try some simple shit and see if people like it. That actually reminds me. Like calling a match Mm -hmm. with the moves and everything. Just try, maybe for argument's sake, say it's a throwback. To the old days. Try that. Josh Matthews has a lot on his plate. Okay. In the one-man booth. Oh, he's by himself? Uh, they... I thought they were getting Al Snow. He had Pope for one episode. He had Al Snow for two, maybe three episodes. They don't know what they're doing. Hmm. They're behind on pay again. Oh, really? Again? So far, it's only a week, but... You know, those weeks are going to add up eventually if... You know... Man, they're, they're, they're approaching, uh, last days of ECW waters, man. Like, the crew's getting paid, it's just the independent contractors, i.e. the wrestlers. The ICs, if you will. Mm-hmm. Hmm. They are getting paid. They gotta do something, that's like the main, that's the core of things. Part of why Taz left. They're still taping, right? Mm-hmm. He tapes stuff. I don't know, man. They gotta... Can't afford a lot of show. I don't know. I, I just think sometimes complicated is not good. You need to be able to just pick up something and just keep going. Mm-hmm. You just pick it up and go. So I was going to say, uh, Lucha Underground this week, um, Johnny Mundo had an Iron Man, a one-hour Iron Man match for the title. I don't remember. Who wow, a one-hour match? Yeah, on a one-hour show. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. I bet it was a good match. Probably was. I mean, Johnny Mundo. We had to check it out one time. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Congratulations to Vicky Guerrero. Oh no! On her engagement. Oh. To Chris Benson, who, if uh, my Wikipedia search is correct, 
Actually, it says it's probably not this Chris Benson, because this Chris Benson is uh, dating, actually, I think, DDP's daughter. This is some great non-news you're throwing at us, you don't have the actual facts. Well, what is this? You look up Chris Benson on Wikipedia, you get the one dude, and it says he's dating like DDP's you know, ex-wife or daughter. Or not something. every person has a Wikipedia page and could just be a regular dude. Maybe he's a regular dude. Yeah, he could be a regular dude. But if it's this dude, he's a former Met. I don't think it's this dude. Yeah, no. I do know. Because then it would have said in the report that you read, this person is this person. The Mets, as bad as they are, are a famous sports team. And they would say that he's a Met player. Actually, Vicky is the one to mention his name in a tweet. It was... The website that I went to that didn't mention him at all, so... Okay, so I guess he's just a guy. Maybe. Can he just be a guy? Could be. What else you got there, buddy? I got an idea. Okay. That was abrupt. I like it. Ms. TV. Okay. Um, whatever Edge of Show is called, the rated... What is it called? The Cutting Edge. Yeah. Sure, even Christian Show. The Peep Show. And... The highlight reel. Okay. Any, all these talk shows. Piper's Pit. That Piper's Pit. Maybe. More recent ones. Okay. Stuff that they actually will show on Raw every now and then. Why don't they get promoted more? Like, why don't they have, like, their own... WWE Network show? Separate, at least a separate website. Where you can go in, talk about what happened on the, on the last version of it. You know, maybe throw, throw out some suggestions as for guests, talk to the host, see what he thought about what went down on his show. They should make it matter, you say. Yeah, as opposed to, you know, oh, Ms. TV, okay, so whoever's on is going to brawl with the person they're feuding with. Oh, like a contract signing. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Like, make it a show. You call in a talk show, make it a show. Put it on a show on the WWE Network. Yeah. And then you could do even... It's beautiful. Like, you could do, people could tweet it, and he'll add, you can answer questions on air mm-hmm. that are, you know, like those ask whoever yeah. segments or whatever. Mm-hmm. People can vote on the next guest, mm-hmm. and you're going to get interest in that person. Yeah. That's a good idea. You could even, you could even work an angle on that if you want. Absolutely. They can attack them or something that showing that anything can happen mm-hmm. on this show. That's right. Why waste you know what? That's another thing. You don't have to waste perfectly good wrestling time on that shit. Mm-hmm. Because I've been to, we've been to Raws and whatever where they had those. It's not interesting when you're there. Yeah. Like, I'm there to, to watch people pretend fight. Yeah, you, you know? You're sitting, you're sitting there waiting for the pretend fight to happen. Yeah. I, I think one time we were there, Scooby-Doo came. Were we there for that? Yeah, we were. It was at the Barclays Center. Blocked it out. It was one of the ones where they were promoting the uh, streak versus the Beast. Brock was there and Undertaker that wasn't there. Or was Taker there? Something like that. Sure, I was there for it? Yeah, we were there. It was me, you, and, you know, the other one. Okay. Man. My memory's fucked. I know, dude. <laughs> wow. What do you think of, like, um, the future of, like, wrestling gaming? Like, could you imagine 
if you could put like an Oculus Rift on and you're in a ring, how awesome would that be? I had a dream one time I was wrestling Big Boss Man and he had Sherry in his corner. Wow. You know, it's funny. You mentioned Big Boss Man. Mm-hmm. I would go back on WWE Network and watch like old matches and shit. Because mm-hmm. like, Big Boss Man was never in shape. No. Ever. I guess the best shape he was in was uh, Corporation Boss Man, but that's because he had that vest on. Maybe it was, uh, you know, hugging it in a little bit. <laughs> he was never in shape. He was one of those guys. Like, I don't remember him being that way when I was a kid. But I do. Then when you compare it to what's out now, it's, like, so different. Yeah, because of wellness. Like, they don't want anyone that is unhealthy. Like, Big Show, if you look at Big Show, he's a huge dude, but they made him lose weight. When did wrestling turn from... I was thinking about this while watching all the Dusty specials. Mm -hmm. It turned from, you know, how they wrestle in college and that kind of wrestling to this outlandish, like, the way we like it now. Well, it just makes no sense when you think about it. You could take by so many punches in the face. Honestly, I think it was 70s and 80s. Vince ruined it. It was Vince? It was like, what if we did it this way? Mm-hmm. I don't if know. If it Vince, it wouldn't be Pyros. Vince was the only one doing Pyros. I don't know if it was ruined, per se, but changed. Yeah. Because as uh, interesting and uh, artful and uh, as much as it takes to be an actual collegiate wrestler, mm-hmm. it's not that much fun to watch. I don't think. Maybe if you were one. Maybe if I was, yeah. Maybe you know, I don't get it. Right. There's a, like a lot. There's a lot of mechanics involved. Yeah. Like golf. I was watching golf on, at the bar the other day. I thought you hit the ball and you could put it in the hole. And you go far. Yeah, you go far. Yeah. You gotta keep it out the sand. There's a putter. Yeah, but like, I'm a pool player. Okay. And pool evolved from golf. Did you know that? No. What they did was the first pool table, they literally got a table that, you know, I guess they made pockets on it or whatever, but they got grass from the green on a golf course and put that on a table. That's why it's green. That is why it's green. Shit. So Wait, did they have grass on pool tables? I think originally they did. So, pool is all about the mechanics. And it's literally a game of millimeters. Golf is, too, on a bigger scale. Like, for example... So it's like mini-golf. Mini-mini-golf. For example, if you're holding a pen out, I'm holding a pen out. Right? The tip of that pen, not going to wiggle too much if you hold it straight, right? Mm-hmm. If you're holding a pool cue out... It's going to wiggle because it's too long. Right. But your hand is moving the same minuscule amount that makes the tip of the pool cue wiggle a lot, but the tip of the pen wiggle just a little. Okay. Like, every millimeter here... Is like a half inch at the end of the pool, at the end of the tip of the pool cue, mm-hmm. is going to be an inch or two at the end of the pool table, is going to be feet by the hold of on the golf course. Huh. 
Every millimeter you're off, every fraction of a millimeter that you hit something incorrect is magnified. So you learn about this to get better at pool? Yeah. Maybe you should work on your golf game. Because if you don't hit if you don't hit the ball right, you're hitting it wrong. Usually. Right. So you have to learn the mechanics, you have to learn how to hit, how to properly I really hate to use the word stroke around you. Oh, but okay. you have to properly stroke. You have to be comfortable, but there's certain mechanics to it that if you're doing it different, like if you're coming out here, your arms out to the side, is wrong. You're not going to hit right. Rich Derez opened the clinic on the pool. So, I will watch a game of pool and be, like, if it's two good players, I will be interested. I see. Whereas I have, like, what else is on? Right. Like, I'll, I'll be sitting there thinking of in what order to do what. Like, which, which, which ball to hit next. Which is, like, where's the eight? Okay. Cause this is the best way to do it if you want to win. Think about where the eight is. Think about what shot will get you to the eight. That's going to be your last ball. What shot's going to get you to that ball? That's your next to last ball. And you just work backwards. Hmm. But you have to make sure you hit them all right. Otherwise, if you, if you hit the first shot wrong, the whole thing is fucked up. Wow. If I were ever a collegiate wrestler, I would probably be really interested to watch in watching collegiate wrestling. Hmm. Because I would know every little thing that they're doing. And I'd be able to critique it and say, well, he lost because he did this here as opposed to doing something else. He could have gone for this, but he went for that instead. We watch wrestling. We watch pro wrestling. What they like to call us, what they like to call sports entertainment. And we have our experience, a lot of experience watching it. 30 years. It's a lot of years. 30 years. I'll admit I did take a break for a little while when I was younger. Because I was in junior high school and wasn't as cool. But then I, it got cool again. I, I took a break because I didn't have cable. When, when WWF Superstars got canceled. And then, and they had Monday Night Raw only, or whatever was on cable. US, Raw. on USA. Yeah. Yeah. And TNN. I would only be able to watch it on tapes and mm. stuff. And, but, uh, still love it. It's great stuff. So yeah, we have all this experience watching wrestling. So we can say, I would have done this. I would have done that. Yeah. Here's another thing. Mm-hmm. When you, I understand you want to, do cool shit, like all these suplexes off the top rope. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of moves are overused. Like, everybody's doing superplexes. Mm-hmm. And you just, you sell it, and you're, you're good. You're good again. There was a spot in Neville's match. Was it Neville and Cesaro, I think? No, who Neville fight? Neville didn't fight Cesaro. I know, what am I thinking? Are you talking about uh, Xavier? Neville and Xavier, yeah. There was a spot where they went from a mat thing... And then Neville kind of just walked over to the corner, and Xavier just followed. Just walking? Yeah, like whatever it was, 
it, it did not transition right at all. Hmm. They kind of just walked to the spot. Well, it is SmackDown, so. Right, it's SmackDown. They could have edited Ed, that. Yeah, that's right. They, they for sure could have edited that. I guess maybe because they went from the mat to the, to the turnbuckle, that, like, they couldn't figure a way to make it look not fucked up. Hmm. I don't know. I hope they're teaching these uh, tough enough dudes how to sell more, because this selling thing needs to... People gotta sell shit, man. Mm-hmm. And I I hate to say this, but I miss some rest holds sometimes. Not a lot of rest holds. You know, you want to put pressure on a guy. What's your story? Like, uh, Seth Rollins versus Dean Ambrose at Money in the Bank. That, mm-hmm. that was one hell of a story. Yeah. He's going, he's working the leg. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. You understand it. That's why he's doing it. You know, that's simple. You want to win the match. You got to... Keys to victory, my man. Absolutely. You can't climb a ladder, you can't get the belt. You just remind me of a match I was on NXT. Um, Let's see. I uh, guess I guess it was a bad tag match with uh, the Enzo Amore, Big Cass, and Carmella versus Alexa Bliss and the douchebags. They're not cool enough to be douchebags. Um... They're, they're too blind for that, uh, even. But I appreciate the insult to them. The dubstep master? Yeah, and the fucking, fucking stupid pigtails. <sighs> but no, I, I guess it was uh, the Owens-Joe match. Um, yeah, I like how we just now came to that. Whoa. Kevin Owens and Samoa Joe fought. Well, for, okay, first, what did you think of the match? They didn't give us too much, mm-hmm. which is fine with me. Good match. I liked it. I know you've only uh, seen Joe in limited amounts. Yeah, like when I when I came back to TNA, mm-hmm. and but he was a heel. He wasn't really being utilized. Yeah, in that whole oh, yeah, the BDC. Yeah, that's when he came back. That's done, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, I think the BDC is still around, but Joe's oh, obviously you know all, all the episodes with Joe are done. All but, I could think was is there's a meme. It's it's based off of the Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. and uh, it's basically Godzilla versus another monster, and there's this Japanese dude, mm-hmm. and uh, nobody knows what to do, mm-hmm. and, they, and and it goes to the guy, and he goes, let them fight. That's all I wanted. <laughs> let them fight. Well, I think it was Owens that kept getting Joe in a rich and lock. Yeah. The fans at some point... I guess after the second one or during the second one, start started chanting "Headlock City." Mm. Did you? Yeah, I did catch "Headlock City." And it, like when that f- chant started to die out, did you notice one or two dudes started chant, "That's a chin lock." Nice. <laughs> yeah, I did catch that. Someone's paying attention, right? That's yeah. great. NXT crowds are awesome. I love it. We gotta go to an NXT show. They gotta fucking do one at the Hammerstein, man. Manhattan Center. I think they should go to Barclays. I think they'll sell out. They will. NXT's huge, man. So, yeah, that six-person tag match that you mentioned, Mm -hmm. typical six-person tag match. Yeah. There was nothing special except fans saying, you look stupid, that is uh, stupid-looking pigtails. For a second there, I'm like, are they they chanting against Enzo? I'm like, (laughs) oh, no, it's the other guy who looks stupider. Um... It was a decent Joe interview. I think off the bat, you I think you'll agree. He's like 
just a little bit better on the mic than Kevin Owens, as as of right now. Yeah. Owens isn't bad, but he, but he needs his work. Like, he never sounds like his sentence is over. Yeah. He kind of reminds me of a kid trying to tell you a story, and then, you know what I did? I did this, right? And then I'm going to do it again. Did you see that show? It was great, right? Kind of like that. But and, like, honestly, and honestly, that's just nitpicking. That is nitpicking. That's like his only flaw. Yeah. Because I Owens is great. I I'm think sold. Kevin Owens is the shit. Yeah, he's great. I believe he could fuck somebody up. He looks you know, like he's like a just a mean dude. It's yeah, great. it's like he could go out there, he could wrestle a match, and he could still enjoy some pizza. Hmm. Absolutely. That's 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 where I'm at. I'm not saying he's a sloppy fuck because he's not. But I'm saying he's, he's he doesn't he's not in that prototypical mold. But he's a bad motherfucker. He is. Like, kind of on the same, in the same vein of how, um, they were saying about Dusty, about how he's a common man, how people see him and they think of themselves. My belly's a little big and my butt's a little big and yeah. a little wide. But baby, I'm bad and you know I'm bad. So, is Kevin Owens a modern day Dusty Rhodes in that? I think uh, that's a big step. I think so, but like, if he can physically, yeah, yeah, sure, he could fit that, and he's compelling to watch. Yeah, he's on TV. You're watching. I think it's a great compliment to pay anyone to even be considered in the same sense mm-hmm. as a legend like that. Because uh, granted, like when I was a kid, the only Dusty Rhodes I knew was the Polka Dot Man. Uh huh. It wasn't until I got older where I seen the other things he's done. You know, and he's a bad motherfucker. Mm-hmm. He was, like, I, the way he talked, I was, whoa, that's pretty fucking cool. It's you enthralling. Know? Yeah. I, I think, you know, Kevin Owens, he could, he could be great. He, he, he just needs to, like, the way that Rollins, Rollins just sounds like he's always fake talking. When he talks like this. Yeah. It's like, just sound more natural. Owens sounds natural, except he never puts a period at the end of his sentences. Yo, stop Kevin Owens' run-ons, because he keeps going. <laughs> I would, speaking of words, I would love to see a Kevin Owens-Seth Rollins feud. Rollins as a heel. Interesting. Yeah. I don't see a face Rollins anytime soon. It just doesn't work for me. I think he's a great heel. Did we say this a year ago? We didn't say anything like that a year ago. I don't think so. Rollins is the heel? Weird, right? It was it is weird because like if you if you look back a year ago, like we we knew Reigns was gonna be the face. Ambrose we thought was gonna turn. Yeah, we thought he was gonna turn on them. But we never really talked about what would happen to Rollins. I think that's why they picked Rollins. Because he'd get lost in the shuffle if he wasn't on the authorities' wing. That's true. Not not to say that he's not talented. It's just that his promos he can't he can't sell anything from those promos. I didn't know who Seth Rollins was until he turned heel. Yeah. Like that his his character came out. 
Like right now, Dean Ambrose, I'm kind of starting to learn who he is. Mm-hmm. And Roman Reigns, it's simple. Small and badass. Uh, yeah. You don't... You hit don't hard, to, hit often. Yeah, you don't need to complicate things. That's where... I think that's where Roman Reigns can succeed. He just has to keep it simple. See this? I'm going to use this. I'm, I'm, I'm holding my fist up. <laughs> you guys can't see me. This is a fist. That is a fist. I'm going to put it into the other guy's face. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to pet him. I'm going to beat this guy up. Yeah. That's it. You don't need to believe this, believe that. Just fuck people up. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I think we're going to see some of that because Bray Wyatt's pissing him off. He's on his nerves. You don't, you know, there's certain things you don't, you don't mess with. I got to ask something. I just realized. What's up? That's a gray tank top. Yeah. Is that an Ambrose inspired tank top? Uh, she just it came in a pack and because he wears the gray tank tops. He does, I guess. I don't okay. know. I have black one too. Black ones. Uh, just to round out our coverage of NXT, Charlotte beat this chick Cassie with the figure eight. Yeah, Cassie's all right. Uh, supposedly she was like somebody else in the Indies or something. It doesn't matter who she is. Did you catch that Finn uh, Balor? I want to talk about that last because other than. The Owens Joe uh, match, which we already talked about, that was the best thing. Um, we talked about the Joe interview. That Daniel Brooke interview. What was she looking at? Me. No, because she was not looking at the camera whatsoever. It was a cue card. It's terrible. It's terrible. She's terrible. How did? How her talent is doing the duck face while talking? I don't know how she does that. I don't know. You think she's doing it on purpose, like, or that's just her stick? I don't know. I'm gonna try. Is it working? Uh, yes, she's used to having stuff in her mouth. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. The, you can cut that out. That no, just... no, no, no. <laughs> damn it. That's appropriate. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you said. You know, like, uh. You like, want me to cut it out? Like hamburgers, you know. Like hamburgers. You want me to cut it out? No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. It's whatever. So, I really think that that Finn Balor package was fantastic. That was great. Although, hmm. I was kind of getting a little emotional when, uh, my girl was getting a little emotional. <laughs> I was like, you know, Becky, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna cry. It's okay, Becky. Yeah, I saw a tear. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't know that she, that uh, he trained her. I had no idea either. I probably read it somewhere, but... What a contribution. The fact that he taught also. He wasn't wrestling for that long before he started teaching. Yeah, but they say that... And that's only part one. I know. It's fucking great. It'll, that was... That was long. That's smart what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Given his background. Where he's from. Mm-hmm. Um... They say that when you teach, you learn. And just to relate to pool again, a friend of mine had asked me to help her with her pool game. And every every night for a month, for an hour a night, we would go play pool. And when I tell you, the season, the pool season during which that month happened, I was unstoppable. I was 11-2 and two that season. That's good. That's very good. 11 wins, 2 losses. And one of the losses came after they bumped up my skill level. 2 levels in 2 weeks, which was ridiculous. Oh, I see. I went from having to win... In the course of 2 weeks, I went from having to win 2 games to win my match, to, in the playoffs, of course, having to win 4 games to win my match. Mm -hmm. Pain in the ass. 
Yeah. But, so yeah, when you teach someone how to do your craft, you become better at your craft. Automatically. So that's why he's better. Right, because it brings you back to the, the basics. The basics and refining the basics. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I promise that's the last time I mentioned pool this week. Okay. Great. There was something that bothered me a lot. Seth thanked himself. Ambrose came out. Yes, Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Because that wasn't predictable. Yeah. It I mean, was kind of blatant. Yeah. It's like, how can you deny what you said? Yeah. It's, it's really predictable, but is that part of his heel shtick? Being predictable? I don't know. Calling yourself the greatest of all time. Could this lead to a Triple H Seth Rollins match? I mean, Rollins has been using the pedigree. I think it certainly could. Do you want me to tell you about anything I've read? Nope. Okay. Don't want to know. No. So it could. Good. I think that's good. H vs. Rollins. Interesting. Who would win? Rollins would have to win. Is it for the... Uh, So it's obviously going to be after Brock, right? It's got to be after Brock. Can't be before. So SummerSlam? I don't know. Might be too soon. It depends on what they do with Sheamus. Like, does Sheamus cash in at Battleground? Does Brock once again get fucked over out of his belt? Getting his shit back? Make him even angrier? Angry Brock. You seem pretty happy on Raw. It, it looked Wait, like, he, was like he almost slid out into the, onto the stage almost, it looked like. I don't know. If Seth somehow retains. Disqualification. Stall away. But that leads But Brock to would kill match. him. Yeah, Brock would kill him. In which case, Seamus would cash in. But I really don't want him to be the world heavyweight champion. I don't want him on TV. Me too. I thought he was going to do the Ninja Turtles movie. Oh yeah, he's... He's, he's either Brock Bebop Steady. or Rocksteady, one of them. He's the one without the mohawk, the rhino. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, he's got right? a mohawk. Why not be the one with the mohawk? But I think the rhino's taller than the, than the other one anyway. I mean, he's tall. Nah, who fucking knows? Who cares? Fuck him. It's gonna happen. He won't keep it for long. He might even just be a transitional. Man. I don't know. The, the briefcase is... Good prop. It's a great prop. It's a prop that elevates your status automatically. I think the brief the briefcase is certainly more important than King of the Ring. Of course it is. One of them is a guaranteed title match. Except, did Brock be, get his title match for winning the King of the Ring when he beat The Rock? Yeah, because the winner of the King of the Ring that year is supposed to get a title match at SummerSlam. That's how Brock fought, got the match against The Rock. For the undisputed title. Yeah. Brock's first win for the belt. I don't remember. Take my word for it. I can network it. 
That's, I guess that's what your WWE networking. I got to finish watching the Dusty special. Um, and I got to finish watching the Tough Enough promo from last week. From all from oh, yeah, I got to watch that, too. I watched a few minutes of it. It's good so far. Okay, I'll check it out. We should all check it out. What are you networking? Why don't you tell us? At Basement Bookers on Twitter. At Basement Jarrah for Basement Jarrah over here. At Rich the Riz for myself. Rich the Riz. Uh, we got a Facebook. Basement Bookers. MySpace. We do have a MySpace. I still don't know how to use it. Someone let me know. Yeah, I don't even know if I have any messages there. I should just log in and see what's going Check on. Check it out, man. You might have a few. Something. If you said the same thing, we're sorry, but Rich doesn't know how to log into things. Yeah, I don't think most of you use MySpace anyway. It's kind of just a thing. Um, Stitcher makes us sound better, but if you got iTunes, check it downloaded straight to your favorite device. That's right. If you subscribe. Yes. And, uh. Which, why wouldn't you? You mentioned Stitcher, right? That's Stitcher. It's alright. I just want to say, if you have a dream, you should get up and try to grab that motherfucker. Just fucking do it, because who knows? You don't want to regret shit. Just fucking try it, you know? Worst thing, they say no. Big fucking deal. Yeah. You going in saving 12 bucks, just fucking do it. Follow the booker!